Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Kristen St. John. Welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. It's May 5th, 2021, and here's the latest in Advocacy and More in Minutes. As always, joining me this week is Marie McCauley from the Grassroots Advocacy Team. Community health centers have been leading the way for health equity since the movement began over 50 years ago. Check out NAC's recent blog discussing how CHCs are advancing equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines. The success, quote, lowering risk perceptions about the vaccine through their role as trusted messengers, end of quote, adds to a long list of reasons we are grateful for community health center staff and board members on the front lines of this pandemic. Standing together, we can ensure that community health centers have the resources needed to strengthen our communities. If you have stories showing the ways community health centers are offering hope in challenging times, please share them with us. So let's get to it. Marie, tell us what's happening on the Hill. Thanks, Kristen. Please get in touch with your senators and ask them to co-sign the Senate Fiscal Year 2022 Community Health Center Appropriations Letter, which closes this Friday, May 7, 2021. To sign on, Senate offices should contact Sally Farrington with Senator Wicker at Sally underscore Farrington at wicker.senate.gov or Amy Brown with Senator Stabenow at Amy underscore Brown at stabenow.senate.gov. You can find the list of senators who have already co-signed on your Washington update. Following new earmark guidelines calling for transparency in member requests, the House Appropriations Committee created a new website that will list all spending earmark requested by House members. This week's Washington update has a link to the earmarks your representatives have requested. On April 29, 2021, Representatives Mike Thompson, Peter Welch, Bill Johnson, David Schweikert, and Doris Matsui reintroduced the Connect for Health Act in the House of Representatives. Senators Brian Schatz, Roger Wicker, Ben Cardin, John Toon, Mark Warner, and Cindy Hyde-Smith led a bipartisan group of 50 senators in reintroducing the Connect for Health Act of 2021 to the Senate. A link to the complete list of the 50 senators, as well as 150 endorsing organizations, can be found in this week's Washington update. Please urge your members of Congress to co-sponsor this bill. NAC has endorsed the legislation, which includes provisions to permanently allow FQHCs and rural health clinics the ability to provide telehealth services in Medicare as distant sites and be paid equal to the Medicare PPS rate, allows any FQHC to receive telehealth originating site facility fees regardless of location and recognizes a patient's home as a qualifying originating site and includes a sense of Congress preamble to support audio only coverage. The Biden administration is working to push through their $4 trillion infrastructure proposals in the American Jobs Plan and American Families Plan. NAC is advocating for the inclusion of the Lift America Act in any congressional package that moves forward. The Lift America Act contains $10 billion for community health center infrastructure and $80 billion in investments for broadband. Make sure to send a message urging your members of Congress to continue making funding for community health centers a priority. Thanks, Marie. Quote, a critical part of Hawaii's vaccination effort are in the 15 federally qualified health centers, or FQHCs, that serve our most vulnerable populations. The Hawaii Primary Care Association works with these community health centers to educate and offer eligible people the COVID-19 vaccine. CEO Robert Hirokawa joined Good Morning Hawaii to discuss outreach efforts and how community health centers have been working to ensure the equitable distribution and combat vaccine hesitancy. 
quote, a critical part of Hawaii's vaccination effort are in the 15 federally qualified health centers, or FQHCs, that serve our most vulnerable population. The Hawaii Primary Care Association works with these community health centers to educate and offer eligible people the COVID-19 vaccine. You can find the link to the interview on HC Advocacy and Next social media handles or in our Washington update. Also, Next's new living document, quote, telehealth mythbusters for health centers to consider is now live on our website. This document captures the common telehealth myths and challenges them with data from NAC research, academic studies, state intelligence, and outside stakeholders such as bipartisan policy center. Please contact the NAC state affairs team at state at NAC.org with any questions or suggestions. The HHS Office of Civil Rights or OCR issued a notice of proposed rulemaking regarding the HIPAA privacy rule on January 21st, 2021. The notice highlights the proposed changes regarding a patient's right to access PHI, disclosures for care coordination and case management, and notices of privacy practices. This letter encourages OCR to balance strengthening patient access rights with safeguarding health centers operational concerns, streamline care coordination and case management activity by clarifying the limits of what PHI health centers can disclose to third parties, and develop a new model notice of privacy practice that is easier for patients to locate and comprehend while also providing adequate support for health centers to document patient awareness of privacy practices effectively. Comments must be submitted no later than Thursday, May 6th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can submit your comments in a link that is provided in the Washington update. If you have any questions, please contact Regulatory Affairs at regulatoryaffairs at NAC.org. A quick reminder not to forget to invite your members of Congress to tour your community health center. This week, U.S. Representative Stephanie Bice, Oklahoma 5th District, visited Variety Care. The recently elected Congresswoman toured the health center in her district and discussed their ongoing work on maternal and childhood health cancer and autism. In addition, Congresswoman Bice signed on to the Community Health Center House Appropriations Letter. And here's a great example of deploying allies to share your community health center story. Jason Gregor recently wrote a guest column for seacoastonline.com titled, quote, Federally Qualified Health Centers, the heart of community healthcare. He wrote, I am a healthcare lawyer. In the first year of my health law practice, I had the good fortune of receiving an assignment from a partner for a federally qualified health center. At the time, I was amazed at what I uncovered as I researched these health centers and the roles in our healthcare system. I now have the pleasure of working with several FQHCs and hope this article will give you a glimpse of the essential role they play in our community. The column can be found, like I said, on seacoastonline.com or via your Washington update. Thanks, Kristen. This week's weekly infographic of health centers' response to COVID-19 now includes information on health centers' vaccine challenges and the number of pop-up clinics and mobile van events, while presenting national findings on health centers' experiences and responses to COVID-19. There is also a downloadable template available for states to populate with data and use for their own advocacy purposes. You can find it in your Washington update. 
We're still seeking stories from health centers on how they have been able to allocate funding from 340B savings to enhance their patient impact, such as providing additional services or improving their infrastructure. This insight will allow us to demonstrate to policymakers the impact the program has had in our communities. Please email Sarah Baser at sbazer at NAC.org with any stories that you have. And that's all for the week, Kristen. Thanks, Mary. Just some quick reminders before we wrap this up. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. For further support, please email us at grassrootsatnoc.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.